Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What up, Jeff Mert? What's up? How have you been behaving yourself since we last spoke? Not well, norm- so normal. <laughs> it's my birthday month. Birthday month. Hey, happy birthday. Our your birthday month, too. Our birthday month, too. This is why we, we get along so well. Two Sagittarius, man. Right? I mean, if you're a Sagittarius and you're listening to this, happy birthday to you, too. You are amazing. You are amazing. You're We're the best. the best Zodiac sign in all the Zodiacs. Best Zodiac sign. Hey, if it is your birthday month as well, and you are a Sagittarius, I should, I should say, because not all of December is Sag, I don't think. I don't. Uh, if you're yeah, a Sagittarius, sure. go to one of our social media pages and let us know. Because yeah. we want to give you a birthday shout out. Yes. All right. Okay. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. You know, we love that you're here and we especially love when you share our podcast, when you subscribe to the podcast, it really makes all things. Comment and give us hell. Yeah. Visit us on our social Insta Twitters. (laughs) No, not on Twitter. Insta TikToks. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, Today, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this. Are open houses still a viable way to get business? <laughs> are open houses still a viable way to get? What do you think, Monica? Well, yeah, <laughs> no, uh, yes, no, yes, they are. We are not even going to fight about this because no is a dumb answer. It's not a dumb answer. Okay, why? Oh, yes. Why? Oh, okay. Why? Yes. Because this is where buyers come out of the woodwork. They don't have agents all the time. Sometimes they do. They don't have agents. They come in. Maybe they're not interested in that house. You get an opportunity, get in relationship with somebody that obviously cares enough about taking time out of their day to go see a house. So they are very likely to be buying a house sometime in the near future. Maybe it's a year from now, whatever. But you would have never, ever met that buyer. And you're like so cute about how you think that that's how it actually works. It is how it works. That's not how it works. And the only reason I'm saying no is because most agents do open houses wrong. If you did open houses right, they would be a great resource. This this was not part of the question. You said, are open houses viable? Then the answer is the way that people are, the way that you're currently doing it, no. Unless you're doing it not right. what the question was. You just <laughs> said they literal. are viable if they're if you're doing it right. If you're doing it right, yeah, well, fine. Team Monica. That. Okay, see? Done. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. <laughs> Goodbye. No, but there's like there is a process for doing it right. Agree? Agree. Okay, let's talk about it. Talk about the seven levels. Now I might not be able to remember every level, but we do have there are many levels to a good open house. Yeah. Well, we could talk in general, but if you want the form that has like basically the checklist of what to do, you can go to jennifermertland.com slash vault, or you could just message me and I'll send it to you, so but go ahead. Obviously you put it on the MLS, right? Uh, That's yeah. But what day? Well, I think you do Wednesday because your open house is what day? Uh, Sunday. What time? 
11. <laughs> 11 to what? 11 to 1. I want to back up here. I think if you're going to make open houses a viable business model for you to generate leads, I think you have to do four a week. Do you agree three to four a week, every um, week? Yeah. If it's your strategy, you know, I, I know a lot of agents and you know, these agents, they came to town, they didn't know a single soul. They built a massive business based on, yeah. but it was their one thing. And they right. spent all week getting people to come. They spent all, but week if you're, if it's not going to be a viable business strategy, why would you do it? That's dumb. You're just wasting time and you're not going to do all seven levels or eight or how many ever you add or say whatever it is. And yeah. you could be doing something else that is your strategy. So I would submit to the court of real estate fight club <laughs> that if it is not, if you're going to do it, do it right. If you're not going to do it right, don't freaking do it. Okay. Well, you're in contempt of court. Um, so you Always. have to go sit in the corner. <laughs> All right. Now, listen, yes. Okay. If you're going to make this your strategy, then you're going to have to understand the seven levels and you're going to have to freaking get it right. Yeah. If this is not going to be your strategy, you can still get clients out of a standard, basically no. open house. You can, I have, it's a fact. No. Now you got to have the right house. Why well, do stuff that's not going to, you're not going to do it right. That's dumb. Because I can pick up a couple buyers out of it. We just did. Sharon just did. She did an open house on a million dollar property. Two weekends in a row. She probably has four people she's working with right now to find something. Whatever. It works. All right. Carry on. Whatever. It's evidence. <laughs> you were just like, it's a million dollar house because our average price point is $4. <laughs> it was a million dollar house. That's why we were excited about doing it. Look, if you're going to do open houses, do it where you want to do business. Right? Right? That's that's good. I, I can mean, get with you on that. $100,000 condo open if you don't want that shit. doesn't make any sense. Agreed. So yes, putting it on, I if you're going to have your open house on Sunday, then, and we if you're going to do it, we generally recommend about an hour and a half, unless you're doing like the online bidding, but that's like totally different. Right. So yeah. So like an hour and a half. And then like we found two to three 30 to be our best attended ones. Is that right? After yeah. church, after church, yeah, yeah, but that's, that's probably dependent on where you live and not football season. You wouldn't do that. That's right. No, you could do Saturday mornings though. That works too. Or like a Wednesday or Thursday kind of twilight. Twilight open houses were working really well before COVID hit. We were doing a lot of that, a lot of that. Yeah. But yeah, so putting it, I think putting it on the internet, like definitely on the MLS, but also all your social channels. And I would put it with a video. Why the hell are you not doing a video about the house? Right. Come on. Well, you don't want to give them all the goods. You don't want to show them the whole thing. You They're going to want to see it. And you could do a live because a lot of these social platforms, when you go live, it yeah. means something. It boosts things. It does stuff. That's you know true. what I mean? And then we'll put it on Pipeline Pro Tools and have it go. It goes to Facebook Marketplace. It goes to Craigslist. It goes to all these pl other places mm -hmm. in addition. Yep. Might as well. It's true. So get that shit out there and boost it. You know what I think the number one nice. mistake is around open houses, though? It's not the open house itself. Yes, there are ways to do it that are good. All of those tips for sure. But I think the reason open houses don't work for people is because they don't follow up. It's the big F you. Well, <laughs> the big F you. 
it's the most important thing. <laughs> Actually, that should have been on our last episode about mistakes agents make. Yeah, they following follow up. up they leave so They're not generating people. leads to follow up on, so well, it doesn't matter. Does come, they but don't. I also think to tag on to what you're saying, also when they are, when you're getting the names and numbers, you're letting them, you're letting the buyer, potential buyer or seller, whatever, do it themselves. I think that you should stand like outside or greet them. Some open the door, greet them. Don't make them walk into the house and be like, oh, hi, introduce yourself, say your name. And then it's like, what's your name? And then you write it down. Yeah, right. Ask them. Yes. And I always say the seller would like to have you, the seller would like me to write your name and number down. Just want to know, you know, who was. Oh, I just say, what's your phone number? I always blame it on the What's seller. the best way to contact you? Because they, they're, it's so quick and you're, you're block, you are literally blocking the door. I like that. I don't do that. I just make sure I get their information. Well, you know, if I can make any interaction a little bit more uncomfortable, it's happening. <laughs> you're going for it. <laughs> this interaction is uncomfortable for me. No, it's not. You're used to it. I am. <laughs> okay. So this is even like we're talking about. So, before you even do it, we missed some things. So we said, put it online. We said, do a video. Also canvas. It's in like a neighborhood or something like that, or canvas those people by calling, by door knocking. Think about who is the buyer? Where do they live now? Because most of the people only move within a couple mile radius. Mm -hmm. So let's say it's a million dollar house and that's a move up buyer, right? There's a neighborhood around there that's like five or 600 likely or something like that. The, that's where the buyer lives now. Mm-hmm. So shit, get a listing while you're at it. Mm-hmm. I have one of the best tips I ever heard. And I cannot remember who said this. And maybe you were on the call. Me. It oh. might have been you. No, this, if for you, for us agents that are a little bit like hesitant to door knock and, you know, go canvas before an open house, this person does it and basically does it from the standpoint of, I just wanted to let you know on Sunday, I'm going to be holding an open house. So you're going to see a lot of random cars here and you might not know what was going on. I just want to let you know, I would be doing that. They also do that for inspections. Hey, we're doing an inspection over here. I just wanted to, you know, that's what we just on. add. Like, who do you know that? Yes, you would can like to live if in the neighborhood. Yeah, if, once oh, you have you thought of selling? <laughs> I just thought of that. <laughs> right. No, for sure. But I think if you're uncomfortable and you want to just give a service that can be, Hey, I just want to let you know, I'm going to be holding this open house. Obviously we hope there are a lot of cars, but if anything is blocking or anything, you just come, let me know. I'll take care of it. You yeah. Know, but you have to like, you can't leave the flyer. You have to like knock on the door. Yeah. Right. 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 You want to get in conversation, right? You want to get their information if you can. Um, or, two pro tips for, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What? I, so you can invite them to the open house. Yeah. You ever been in your neighbor's house? Come on. Should we take a break? We better. We should take a break. This is a lot. Because you have a pro tip you're coming back with. I have two pro tips for door knocking. Uh All right. Yes. So if you are an agent and you want to find out how to partner with Monica and I, we are looking for you. We want to help you grow your business. We want to help you achieve that time freedom you've always been looking for, that financial freedom that you've always been looking for. But we don't want to take any of your commission. We don't want you to pay us a coaching or consulting fee. We want you to keep all the money. It's not your grandma's team. Not your grandma's team. Not your grandma's team. 
more like your dad's, right? It was really male dominated back then. What? Right. So schedule a quick call with us today by calling or texting 513-400-1691. Let's check out our favorite partners. And when we return, I'll give you two pro tips. If you're like me, then what you need right now is great leads. My number one lead source is a marketing engine called Pipeline Pro Tools. So we've hooked up with them to give you the playbook that I'm using that has generated over 12 leads in the last 90 days. So go to PipelineProTools.com slash Fight Club, book a quick demo so that they can help you figure out how many leads you will need in order to get the business that you're looking for. And then they will give you the playbook that I've been using for free. Again, that's PipelineProTools.com slash Fight Club. Are you struggling with what is the ideal path for you? What's next for you? There's so many options to try to figure out and there's so many different ways that you can take your business, but it's all pretty confusing. So our coach, Coach John Kitchens, came up with a short little quiz that will help you figure out the ideal path for you. Go to realestatecareeraccelerator.com Take the free short quiz and figure out your ideal path. That's realestatecareeraccelerator.com. Welcome back. Let's get back to the battle inside of the ring. Jen and I, well, Jen very quickly caved that yes, open houses are I did not quickly cave. You said with a caveat that it should be a well-executed open house, but it is. A it should, way. but if you're going to not, if you're going to do it wrong, I don't think you should do it. Lord, what are your pro tips? Let's just give the people what they want. <laughs> Two pro tips to door knocking. Okay. One, do not, I repeat, do not leave the flyer or the hanger or whatever you have in the mailbox. It is a federal violation. Federal offense. The postmaster has called me before. Because people don't like it when you open their mailbox. Like, I'm not trying to take their mail. What if I pay a bill? Then would you like it? Yes. I'm going to pay one bill in the neighborhood. You could like advertise that one. (laughs) If you leave your bills in the mailbox. If you answer your door. Yes. I'll pay a bill. But also bring rubber bands. Because a lot of times it's hard. Like there's no place to stick it the flyer you need something to like wrap it around and yeah, tie. bring it handful well more than a handful of our brands i like it mm-hmm. tips by a door knocker i've never i don't think i've ever door knocked in my entire life it's lovely i don't think so no no it's not also too if if there is another listing you should like i don't know look at it yeah make an appointment right <laughs> right yeah that's yeah, you shouldn't it. just go into it. You should make an appointment for sure. Yeah. I feel like that's more of a what would you do question. Should can you enter homes? Is it a by a code of ethics violation to enter a home that you didn't make an appointment for? Pretty uh, sure it is. Pretty sure it is. <laughs> Fairly certain. Yes, guys, you know you're going to get asked by people that come into this open house, and likely they are going to know more about the sales on the street than you did, especially if they've been interested in the area for a while. And you do not want to be embarrassed by a buyer knowing more than you do about the condition of a house right, up the street. Right. It's just awful. It's well, little- and having like a binder for potential buyer clients to look and see what else is available. And you can yeah. you can call it something fancy that it's like, hey, yeah, we do do this special binder for our clients. 
Would yeah. you like to like set up an appointment? Here's the buyer agreement sign here and I'll show you the yeah, binder. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, I think we can put this one down as team Monica for sure. Cause that happened Fine. quickly, but I also think I'll there concede. were good tips in here. And if you guys do want to know about the seven level open house, do go to the vault. Right? Yes. It's com slash vault or just oh, okay. message me and I'll just send it to you. Yeah, that's easier. Just message. that's a easier a little bit, but it has that vault has a lot of cool tools in it. Yeah. You should visit the vault, the vault. Da, da, da. The vault. All right. Thanks for uh, listening guys. We appreciate you. We also love seeing you on our social platforms. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on the TikTok. Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know reach out to us let us let us know what you think are you an open house king or queen we'd love to know do you have a a tiebreaker on this jen of course we have a tiebreaker definitely stay tuned for that are they also team monica i'm not telling you okay <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, right monica have a good one you too see you, see next, you next time, time. I am here with Karen Santaella. Hi, Karen. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for coming on. So we are going to talk about how to stand out at an open house. So you have been, um, how long have you been in real estate? 14 years now. Nice. Happy anniversary. Maybe. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Just, just had one. And you're in Arizona um, with HomeSmart. Now, I guess we're kind of like, we assume that if an agent, if a, customers coming to your open house, they're probably going to a lot of open houses. And oftentimes they are also sellers. Yes. So talk to us about your process, about how you stand out as a real estate agent and what, and what you do to get them to work with you. You know, I, I approach every person that comes in my open house as if I'm having a 30 second job interview. Yeah. So the way to get to to stand out above the competition is to offer them something of value mm -hmm. um, and to not immediately try to glean their email or their phone or any of their information, but to establish trust by offering them uh, market data. And okay. so I dial it in really specifically for our market. Uh, I ask them what they're looking for, where they're living now, a lot asking them. People like to talk about themselves. Right. And so, it helps them open up too if you're asking, because they're probably like at first freaked out. They don't yeah. want to be sold anything, right? Exactly. Everyone's super touch sensitive with all the emails and, you know, right. online marketing and everything. People are kind of touched out. But if you can prove to them that you could help them, mm -hmm. then they're, they're very willing to at least give a listen. Nice. So what are what is the data that you're giving them or how are you preparing for this open house? Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a like you have a sense of like their budget and sort of what they're looking for, right? Like that's why they're there. Yes. When I started my business, I chose uh, a target rich environment. I chose a zip code in which uh -huh. I felt, um, you know, qualified buyers would likely be driving around. Right. And so I, I made it my business to know about the listings in that zip code. Okay. And each morning I would look on the hot sheet and select a condo, a single family home and a luxury property that was new to market. Nice. So, so that, it, you know, you know, nine times out of 10, they're going to say one of those things. I want a condo. Right. I'm looking for a, a, a three bedroom, two bath home, or, you know, we're really ready for our, our next step. Right. And like so a move just, property. Exactly. And so, or a downsized property. Right. So, so I would have those fresh in my mind and be able to just off the top of my head, 
say, hey, this just came to market. You might be interested. And that already kind of, you know, establishes you that you're at work, right? Right, right. <laughs> that you're the you're a real estate agent. Yeah, yeah. that I have expertise. I think that's a good idea. I mean, especially if you're only doing like a specific zip code, then it's pretty narrow and easy to collect the data from there. Mm-hmm. Now you've done a lot of business through open houses. Yes. What is your recommendation if somebody is thinking, you know, I want to use this as a lead generation tool, like how many should they be doing like in a month or a week or whatever in a year? It, dep- it depends on how hungry you are. You know, when I, <laughs> when it I know what you're eating for dinner, are you eating ramen? Right. When I first started out, I started in August, 2008, and I was literally standing in an open house when Lehman Brothers failed oh. and, and, and the stock market failed and gold went to a thousand dollars an ounce. And so that's when I entered real estate. And yeah, so, wow. um, but we had a lot of Canadians that were down here buying and we were of course half off because of the downturn. Right. So, so I just viewed open houses as my office. And well, I, and now that's that's how they are again, right? Like it's coming right. back around, I feel like. And I think it's like a really viable option to get leads. And like we said, so many of those buyers are actually sellers. Yes, they're looking to see who's really working hard. And I have generated listings yeah. because sellers noticed, okay, I was holding an open house in a seller's market. Who does that? Right. You know, and so just, again, anything you can do to show that you're going above and beyond, but, but yeah, it's, so I would sit my open houses three, four, five days a week. It didn't matter Mm -hmm. in our area. People were, you know, down here for the wintertime on vacation, they were driving around. So it was, it was a tremendous way to, to begin a business on, on a shoestring. Nice. So if you don't have a listing and you're going to be hosting somebody else's open house for them. What is the data and the information that you would bring in order to demonstrate your expertise? First, I would just bring information on that property. They're they're probably not going to buy that property, but I did have a man walk into my open house, my very first open house and wanted to buy that one. And it was listed for 750,000. Great. So I, that kind of sold me beginner's luck, I guess. But um, but I, I bring you're right. It's of, not often that they buy the one that no, they're looking at. No. So um, so I bring information on that property, but I always bring the comps and I show a, a market analysis and and I and I show what the price per square foot is in the area, mm-hmm. what things are going for, where because everyone wants a deal, right? Yeah. Everyone's looking for value. So if you can assess that and communicate that to the people coming in, then you just have to know a little more than the next guy. I know, right? That's the the good news and the bad news, yeah. I think, about <laughs> you're just like, uh, yeah, just a little bit more. But I also like your idea about bringing a property that is considered like a, maybe a downsize or an upsize from mm-hmm. that one that you're hosting. Mm-hmm. So then you have other or even like, well, you're already going to have the relevant properties and maybe grab some actives too. Yes, absolutely. So I put those in my brain, but then I bring the market analysis for the specific property they came in. Right, right. Um, but all you want is you want you want to get on base. Yeah. So so you just want to get the inner, you know, to get to the next level, to get their email, and then you can start really proving yourself. So you're asking the question, or you're demonstrating the value by giving them the information. Then you're asking questions to create the report, and then it sounds like at that point, if it's there, then you're asking for the email, asking for the appointment. 
to meet with them to talk further. Is that exactly okay. everyone's interested in their deal, right? They're right. interested in what they want. I just have to find out what it is. <laughs> Minor detail. <laughs> Do you have like, can you give us some examples of some of your go-to questions? You said you asked them what they're looking for. What what other types of things you're asking them? I had a brilliant sales trainer when I first got in the business and she said, make your mouth do this. Who? What? How? Who? What? Where? When? How much? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> and that that's always stood me in really good stead. And again, you know, when you ask questions about, you know, someone else, they they often will want to talk about their needs, their desires, their situation. Right. Yeah. And you're asking them like, it sounds like you're asking two questions that are not just like, yes, no. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do you have children? How long have you lived in the area? What is, what is your dream home? Yeah. You know, what what would that look for? like? You know, get them to, vi- you know, visualize a little bit. Those and, are good and- questions. They're like, what do you like about your current home? What do you want differently in yes. your next home? What are your real estate goals is a good question that I ask. I like that. That's good. I always like to ask what else have they seen instead Mm of, are you working with an agent? Because that their answer to what else have you seen really will tell me if they're working with an agent, you know? True. And I always ask them, oh, did you see us driving by or online? Yeah, good. Good. And does anybody, is it mostly online? Mostly online, about 90%. But sometimes you do have people just driving by and they decide to pop in. Are you advertising your open houses outside of the MLS? No, I'm not. They're just in the MLS and wherever it syndicates. Right, wherever it syndicates. How many days ahead of time are you advertising them? Uh, You can do as short a lead time as as 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Um, What's like the best exposure that you've found? Yeah, I would say at least three days. Mm -hmm. uh, At least three days lead time. To, to get the best exposure, but it is so nice to have the syndications showing open house today from yeah. 11 to 2. You know, exactly. That's our job a lot. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, I really appreciate you being on. If people do uh, have a referral for you and you serve Phoenix, Arizona, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. How would, how should they get a hold of you? Uh, they can text me uh, my phone number or send an email and um, I can give that information now or at yeah, your go ahead. And we'll yeah, put it in the notes too, but. Okay. Okay. So my email is K-H and then my last name, which is S-A-N-T-A-E-L-L-A at gmail.com. Or they can reach me at my phone number, 602-363-4933. I just love my job. I just love helping people, you know, get to their next spot. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.